Oh shit! Yo, 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 yo! You know what? Every time, like right when I start, I do get that little bit of nervousness, just a little bit, just a little. I don't know why. First day Genesis. It's I guess it's just because I open a podcast. Like I don't know. That's crazy. Do I, I do I really really sound different though? Like compared to how I was the last couple of weeks, I'm you sound really like clear. This. It's a, it's a lot clearer. So you didn't sound bad before, but like you know, obviously, like if you're recording off like headphones or something, like it's a little bit more tinny on the high yeah. end. It's, yeah. it's it's a real it's a clear sound all the way through. Yeah. Perfect. It's really good. Shout out to the MacBook man. We're back. Finally, you got out. Shout out, to Steve Jobs. Shout out, to Steve Jobs, man. Welcome to season three, episode four of the Move of the Change podcast. This is Reek. I'm here with my co-hosts Miles and Jake. How you guys doing this week? Doing good, man. Feeling great. Can't complain. Rent got Dude. paid a couple days ago. <laughs> we back on the grind. <laughs> yep. Yep. Facts. Facts. Man. Hey, man. Been busy lately, but you know it's it's all good. Football's almost here. Ain't got it's no right. complaints. No complaints, man. Training camp has begun. It's just like the first day of practice for like everybody at the like same time. Like it, I almost shed a tear seeing so many training camp highlights and tweets all over my timeline. It was, it's just good. It's the really, NBA season is really in the kind of in a rearview mirror. I mean, you know, you got free agency right now that I don't want to talk about, but uh, yeah, we just we just in a good place. Uh, the first football game is in two days. It'd be one day by the time you guys hear this. Uh, yeah, it's it's exciting times. College football, I think, is like I want to say it's like twenty three, twenty four days away. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really good time to be a football fan. The excitement is definitely starting to pour in from everywhere. So, uh, I guess we could just talk about the first week of training camp. Uh, if you guys wanted to, uh, I mean, did you guys see what happened today? With what? Oh, the Giants? The fight or the, the oh, yeah. I was about Dude, to say, that's, that's like crazy. big things that happened today. Keith Kirkwood and then the Giants. It was a tackle for the for the Jets that had the same injury that Keith Kirkwood did. They both had to get um carted wow. off the field today. With some, I don't even know what happened. Like They didn't say what happened. I just know that. I, I know the first, the guy for the Jets is named Caleb. I don't know his last name. But I know Keith Kirkwood was another person. His news came out right after Caleb's that he had to get carted off the field on the uh, the little spinal board or the backboard or whatever it's called. So, and the guy hit, who made the hit, hit he already got sick. waived. Good. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, why? Like, why? This is training no camp. No place for that training camp. What are you doing? Not only is it training camp, I don't even think they're fully padded yet. This is, this well, is like day this five might be their, training camp. Well, this might be their first day of padded practice. So, I mean, I don't know. Because I know this was the Eagles' first day of padded. I think it was a lot of teams' first day because everybody started at the same exact time. But I think from what I've seen, they had shorts on. So I, That's what I was thinking, too. I didn't really see that they were in full pads. I yeah, just saw maybe, it. Maybe, they just had the, you know, maybe they just had the shoulder pads or something like that. <laughs> and he was courageous enough to put a hit like that out on Keith Kirkwood, which is it's stupid. Why would you hit That's your teammate stupid. like that? Like what? Do you, yeah, nobody you, should be gunning for the team. Like especially not not even the fact that it's not even a scrimmage. This is probably just like open drills that people are doing. And you out here head hunting on day five of training camp. 
Yeah, I mean, half those players won't even make the team. It looked like they were just running like seven on seven or something like that. He just, I don't know. That's just silly. Not only that, it was like, it's not like it was like, you know, like a head on, like he could see it coming. Like that was a straight blind side, like Jack Tatum across the field type hit. Like that's just, that's not even really a hit you want to make on like a regular, a regular game, but let alone training camp on your own teammate. No yeah. place for that, man. That's just stupid, stupid. And I mean, obviously, he knows it's stupid. He got he got waived, and I doubt too many people are going to be looking to sign him fresh off that news. So, oh yeah, he's probably done. Yeah, <laughs> at he least got, for this, at least for this year, one. he's probably done. He got one done. shot, this... one snap, and that's what happened. <laughs> yep, that's crazy. Man. Uh, I mean, let's see what happened with the Eagles. Oh yeah, Devonte Smith is out for a couple weeks. Oh, what happened? To, what happened to him? Uh, MCL sprain. I guess oh, okay. he like it was bad. some it was some type of collision he had. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was out there today like catching passes and stuff. So it's it's not that serious. It's just a precaution. Okay. I mean, he has nothing else to prove anyway. He's clear clearly like the bona fide wide receiver one on the Eagles, and that's just what it is. Just get him back ready for Week One, and that's it. Um, I mean, from all the tweets, I mean, I know it's training camp. But every single day they talk about how sharp Jalen Hurts is. It's never a time where I've seen them say that he's had a bad practice. So, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I want to see it in the preseason at first to get any excitement. But, I mean, all signs point positive for him so far. Uh, what are some things going on? I know I see a lot of Justin Fields tweets, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> A little something, something, yeah. Um, nah, yeah. From what I'm getting, from what I'm getting from the Bears camp and um, a lot of the footage, um, he is doing everything and more that he's been asked to do, and it's a different thing each day from what I've seen. Um, you know, like I just saw a couple plays where he improvised on a third and twelve with his legs. You know, he's making it happen. He's scrambling. You know, he's making all the plays that you want a franchise quarterback to make, and. I know it's training camp and, you know, we can't jump the gun, but I mean, he's getting like high, high praise and recognition from, you know, like top tier, you know, NFL personnel. And I know Lewis Riddick. I mean, he said a ton of great things about him saying he's the real deal. And, you know, this is no like training camp fraud or like training camp buzz that, you know, you can just, you know, pipe down and it'll eventually like kind of show like who he really is. Like this is like the real deal. It seems like, and, you know, as a Bears fan, it's like, yeah, you want to believe it, but you're like, all right, hold on. Like, I've seen this before, but I don't know. I'm I happy. mean, I feel like this is a lot different. Oh, this yeah, is, yeah. It's yeah. a lot different situation than, like, Mitch Trubisky or yeah. when got Jay Cutler. Like, two different players. Two different true, players. like, bona fide. Alpha. He's an alpha, and that's what we need. Like, that's what we need. You, yeah, you guys finally got the guy, like the one that really doesn't have many question marks. He just has to get better, like, or literally just has to progress as a rookie. Like, it's as simple as that for him. You guys finally got that. I mean, as that, like, being like my home team, like, I can only be happy for you guys. So, yeah, it's definitely exciting being a Bears fan. Uh, they've said Dalton hasn't looked too bad in camp as well. So, I mean, if he's able to ease into that role as QB1, then so be it. If you don't have to start him and throw him into the fire right away, it is what it is. I mean, personally, I you already know my stance. I know I feel like yeah, I, I think you're better off just throwing a quarterback into the fire, but I mean, if their approach works, then I can't I can't shame it. Like it is what it is. 
Let's check in with uh the Lions camp. Uh, Miles, what's going on over there? You know, for as funny as like the past like couple months to a year has been for the Lions, or really we can go further back than that. Ever since Matt Patricia's been here for the Lions, like it's been kind of like you know not much to look forward to. But yeah. surprisingly, people are really buying into like the whole Dan Campbell thing. Like Michael Brockers was on. That, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's really really cool to see like. The Lions are actually having fun playing football, which is something that's like felt like it's been missing for the past three to four years. Like even uh, Michael Brockers went on Aqib Tlaib's podcast. And he was like, you can really tell the difference. Like all the guys that were there during the Matt Patricia regime and they're, now they're here still with uh, Dan Campbell. They're like, well, this is this is actually fun. Like it doesn't feel like we're in a prison. He was another one of those guys. Like, yeah, he was literally like the reason people hated Patricia so much is because he tried to be. Uh, Bill Belichick, but he was on 10 with it. It was like, well, you really haven't proved anything for us to even be treating you like you are a Bill Belichick type player. You were just kind of coaching on the roster with him. So it was like this new right. approach where Dan Campbell's trying to be more relatable. And it was one of the, I think it was like the very first day of training camp. He had the guys doing up downs. He saw like a couple people weren't really getting into it. So instead of like running over and be like, hey, hustle your ass up, he dropped down and started doing the up downs with him. And then he saw the energy of the team, like, getting real high. And so he was still able to implement his game plan and, like, you know, do a couple of walkthroughs since it's just, like, the first couple of days of camp. But you could tell, like, the energy is totally different. You could tell guys are actually invested in wanting to be here. And then aside from that, like, we have our guys that we've been looking forward to for, like, a breakout season. Even though TJ Hawkinson made the Pro Bowl last year, he's getting, like, all pro looks in camp. It's like him and Jared Goff have already yeah. developed a lot of chemistry and like I kind of expected that because T.J. Hawkinson has always been good. He's just he just doesn't do much racking, you know. After he catches the ball, it's like man, he's a sure-handed guy. You're gonna get him the ball. He's gonna get you maybe 80 yards a game. It's like after the catch, he's no George Kittle. He's not even a Travis Kelsey. He's kind of just gonna catch the ball and fall down. So it's yeah. good to see that he's doing a lot better after the catch. He's doing a lot better getting the ball. The whole tight end university thing really worked out in his favor this off season. Uh, another thing that I'm really happy about is Jeff Okuda sounds like he has the goods. And man, because last year was embarrassing. It, like he did in front of everybody, <laughs> bro. He, he just, the number three pick was just out there getting abused every yeah. single Sunday. And it, it was like, I mean, okay, he had an ankle injury that he never really got to fully recover from. Plus, we played a lot of man in a Matt Patricia scheme. And that's not, this is never something you want to put a rookie cornerback in. So it's good to hear that he's pretty much locked up that CB1 spot and that he's super confident and that he loves the new scheme, uh, which we switched to a 3-4. We were in a multiple scheme last year. So that's pretty cool to see. And then another one of our rookies that we drafted who wasn't even on my radar, a guy named Aleem McNeil, was a defensive okay. tackle that we drafted. He's already getting high praise from everybody on the defensive side of the ball. And wait, what's his, wait what's his name? Aleem McNeil. A-L-I-M is how you spell his first name. You drafted now, him this year, right? Yeah, I think he was a third or fourth rounder. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah, after yeah. On he was in the third round. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know that. Okay. So he's been getting a lot of high praise. Even uh, Frank Ragnow, who made his first uh, All Pro this year, he was like, "Yeah, he's really good, super twitchy." They'll probably expect him to start probably in week one or two. Wow. Um, yeah, so that that's pretty good news to hear. And then as far as DeAndre Swift goes, I know people have been getting a lot of hype behind him running behind Penny Sewell. But they're making it sound more like it's going to be like uh, Alvin Kamara's first year where him and uh, Jamal Williams are going to split a significant amount of the carries. Just just so like neither one, neither one of them burns out, which I understand. But 
that might tank his fantasy value a little bit, but I do expect our running game to be a lot better than it has in previous years. So, you know, not too many negative things out of Lions camp. I, re- I really can't complain over here. Uh, That's rare. Ross St. Brown, I, uh, Amon Ross St. I Brown, I've seen a lot of tweets about him. Is he working with the first team? Like, I, He's I getting know. snaps with the first and second team. Okay. But it's like, from what I can see, he's doing, like, really good. Like, people have already called him a leader. He's, like, super mature. He's kind of getting the same praise along the lines of uh, – Rashad Bateman, I remember the first day of OTAs, everybody was like, man, Rashad Bateman is like a really good leader. He's really sharp. Uh, he's doing everything that he needs to be. So even some of the younger guys that were in the same draft class as him, they're like already looking up to Rashad Bateman. He's been getting a lot of praise like that. Uh, so I think that he's going to see a lot of a lot of time on the field. Hopefully it doesn't stunt um, Quintez Sevis' growth because he's also had a pretty good yeah, five like days him. of camp. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty cool. But as far as, like, the other guys we have, it's like it, like Brashad Perryman, Tyrell Williams aren't, like, locked down as wide receiver one and two. So it's pretty much going to be an open house. So I do like the amount of competition that we have so far for the kind of receivers that we have. That's good. That's good. It sounds like everybody has positive reviews coming out of their own team's uh, training camp. Speaking of Rashad Bateman, I, I'm sure everybody's seen the clip of him smoking Marlon Humphrey. That yeah. was, yeah. oh, man. Oh, Rashad Bateman's already wide receiver one, honestly. Like, yeah, I don't care about Sammy honestly, Watkins. Like, I mean, Rashad Sammy Bateman Watkins is the guy. Cool. He's the guy. That's like the one thing He's I've been good, saying man. since draft day. I was like, I don't care who they bring in. Rashad Bateman is immediately the best receiver on that roster. And I, I actually caught a lot of heat for that because people were – because, like, I went as far as to say, like, he could be the best receiver of the draft, and it wouldn't surprise me. Ben, people were like, whoa, what about Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle? I'm like, they're cool, and I'm not saying they're going to be bad. But Rashad Bateman being Lamar Jackson's first true wide receiver one, potentially he could put up some really fantastic numbers seeing all those targets. Yeah, that, that I think he's going to be really good in that offense. I just hope Greg Roman just gets his head out of his own ass. Like, Please. That's, that's all he has to do. Just open up the playbook for Lamar. Let him throw the ball down the field. I, I think he can throw the ball down the field. I just want to see it. Like, that's, that's literally it. I just want to see it. Hollywood Brown, I don't know what to make of him. He's just going to be that deep threat. But as far as everything else goes, I mean, that offense should be fine. Like, now that they have receivers, it definitely should work out. Guys like Mark Andrews should get open even more now that they have wide receivers. Like, certain things just open up, like, strengths that you already had even more. And, like, yeah, I, I really believe in this offense, whether or not Greg Roman is there, unfortunately. You know what's crazy is Sammy Watkins has actually been pr- getting pretty good praise out of their training camp, too. Well, yeah, as long as he, that. Before, before that uh, inevitable ankle injury happens that happens to him every year. <laughs> But yep. he's he's been allegedly been pretty good. So if he does end up playing well and they still have Rashad Bateman, that'll be interesting to see how their offense uh turns out if Greg Roman does actually open up the playbook. Definitely. Um I'm trying to I've seen a lot of Trevor Lawrence as well. Like they've said he's been lighting it up outside of Monday's practice. They said he didn't have the best of practices, but like he's been really sharp. I've seen some clips. I've seen him throw the ball down the field to Marvin Jones, like yeah, that I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be just fine in this league. Maybe yeah, he, maybe not go out and win like eight games your first year, but like I think they'll 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 be one of those little scrappy teams in the AFC South. I mean, honestly, I'm trying to think. Colts Carson Wentz Colts. just got hurt, and Quinn Nelson has to have the same yep. uh, surgery the same to the same exact foot injury. Yep, yep. 
Uh, the Texans, we know what their situation is. Not really. They could beat them twice, and yeah. they're at least going to split that. And the well, the Titans, the Titans are a clear cut. The Titans, the Titans should run through that division after all the injuries that have happened. Well, I mean, I could, I mean, I could see the Jags being second in that division. I mean, not obviously wouldn't say very much, but I mean, it'd be a good morale boost for the team. Like, I, I, I can see them going in and winning like six or seven games, and like really like just competing every single week, not just being like the, the footstool of like all the other teams in the league. Finally. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with that, especially if the timetable for Quentin Nelson to return is the same as Carson Wentz, because you could get both of them back at week five, depending on the Jags. That's such a weird. That's such a weird timetable. Five to twelve weeks. Yeah, five to twelve weeks. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Like, what kind of injury is this? Yeah, like it has to be five to twelve. That's such a weird. Like, I I would say it's more along the lines of the twelve weeks than five, but I'm no doctor, but. It is that's a crazy like okay it's either one month or it's three months like that's what they're tell, that's what they're telling us right now like that's not mm-hmm. a good diagnosis or like timetable that's just some random guess like I've heard five to seven I've heard six to eight four to six you know four yeah. to eight but like five to twelve I was like that's a really odd time frame <laughs> that's crazy like like what he could either miss majority of the season or part of it like I, I guess. I guess doctors, whatever you say. A part of it or literally almost all of it. Right. So, I'm trying to think uh, what else is going on. I mean, I could hit on a couple of the rookies that I've just been paying attention to. It seems like every first round rookie has been getting some kind of positive praise, which is like yep. the complete opposite of last year. Last year, you heard like some of the top guys getting praise, like outside of Okuda. But then, yeah. like, like somewhere in the middle of the draft, they're like, oh, okay, these guys are just kind of meddling around, just trying to find their footing. Yep. This year, it's like every single corner that got drafted in the first round, huh. yep. like someone's saying something positive about him. Like J.C. Horn, they've been saying, like, hey, he's holding a little bit, but he's definitely getting to the ball. Like, once he gets rid of those grabbing issues, he's going to be great. Uh, Sertan is wowing them every single time he steps out into, onto the field. Uh, Newsom has been coming along just fine. They haven't had anything negative to say about him. They like his transition into the defense already. And then even Eric Stokes, he already has a one-up on Josh Jackson, which will put him at CB3. It put him right behind Kevin King for the corner oh, spot God. opposite. Kev- Kevin King is yeah. so seven. <laughs> I mean, that's the goal eventually, hopefully. But I mean, I think eventually y'all are going to have – or not y'all. I think the Packers are going to have a, uh, a, cor- a cornerback right opposite Jair who could be just as good as him. Um, and then and just like, as fast. Yeah, literally. Just, yeah. See, the, the thing is, like, when, when he got picked, you know, like the whole the whole like storyline around that was surrounding like Aaron Rodgers, obviously, the fact that they're not getting him offensive help. And, mm-hmm. you know, out of like the last like, 10 drafts, like they've taken nine defensive players with their first overall or first round pick. But I actually like Eric Stokes there. Yeah. Like that, he's, he's a really good corner. He's got good ball skills. You pair him with like, you know, a shutdown guy like, you know, Jair over there. That's a really nice like tandem, especially when you're struggling with people like, you know, Josh Jackson and Kevin King last year getting burnt in the NFC championship. Like that was definitely a hole that they needed to focus on. Um, so I like that pickup Eric Stokes right there. I think he's gonna be pretty decent. Uh my my guy, uh my guy DJ, he covers the New York Daily News, but I see a lot of tweets about uh, Elijah Moore for the Jets. Yes. Like, I, I've seen a lot of praise for him, and I've seen some clips of him making some really great catches from Zach Wilson. So, 
I'm excited to see like what that tandem does for the next couple of years. And that's going to be a decent receiving core, man. Like, honestly, like everyone like kind of like sleeps on that receiving. Core. I like I Corey like Davis. You got, yeah. You got Denzel Mims and Corey Denzel. Davis. I forgot and Denzel. Elijah Moore. Yep. Yeah. And Denzel Jameson, Mims actually. Jamison Crowder has to be on his way out. Right. I mean, I don't know. Is he still? I yeah. Don't he's, know. Is he, he's, he signed. He restructured his contract. I know that like this off season, but. What, what role does he have? I mean, you you got to expect Mims to, you know, be. How old is he? 28, 29? Yeah, he's like 29, 30, like somewhere around there. I doubt but, they bring him on for a longer deal. They, they've yeah. got to see what they have in Denzel Mims because he didn't really. Yeah, like, I mean, last year. they drafted him in the second round. Like, you have to have have him get, a, like, a significant role. You, you, you obviously signed Corey Davis to, like, be your quote-unquote wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Like, and Elijah Moore is going to be Elijah Moore so yeah I don't know what role Jamison Crowder has on that offense but we'll see we'll definitely see uh, back to your JC Horn thing though <laughs> there was one clip where like Roddy Robbie Anderson beat him for a touchdown but it was more like just a well-placed ball from Sam Darnold and like that's what I wanted to talk about real quick. It's like as soon as you told me, like, oh, yeah, that Panthers offense might be better than what a lot of people expected. Tell you, man. I've seen a lot of a lot of stuff about Sam Darnold, like, looking really good in camp. I and then they were like, yeah, I mean, he's got Christian McCaffrey out the backfield. I mean, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I mean, I think Dan Arnold's a nice tight end for them. I mean, yeah, I like that offense. With, be just offense. with the with the way the Saints are, you know, their trajectory as well as the Falcons, like I mean, they could also could be like be like second in their division as well. So I mean, yeah, that's that has to be exciting for Panthers fans. I know they're probably like down to the dumps after the whole Cam Cam Newton situation ended the way it did, but uh they I think they picked themselves up on their feet like pretty well, a lot better than what I expected at least. And, yeah, this, and is, such this is short yeah. of time. Yeah, for sure. Cause I'd actually bet on them finishing second in their division, right behind Tampa. Because it's like, I mean, the Falcons, top five, top five pick for sure. And then the Saints, you got to see if they're actually going to try and roll with uh, Taysom Hill because I know he's been getting a lot of reps with the ones, or if they're going to just try to. Good look God. With it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I seen the other day <laughs> if that they, they try they him and had like his one, sharpest practice out of everybody that's been there. That's concerning. Yeah. I don't. I don't care how sharp he looks, bro. I don't want to hear that. I, I, I really mean, don't want to hear that. if Jameis Winston is Jameis the is such a wild on your card, offense, that's not a good sign. Like, Jameis is. I mean, Jameis is such a wild card. I mean, he could go out there. He got the eye surgery. I mean, hey, I, I, I just want to see what he does. Oh, he got the eye surgery. <laughs> yeah, he got the eye surgery yeah. after that that thirty thirty year. Hey, man, <laughs> which was coming nuts. coming off of someone that had eye surgery about four months ago. That is life changing stuff. Yeah, yeah that's that's why I'm like I, I I have to see him. Like <laughs> I have to see him on the field and see what he does. I can't. That's why I can't wait for like I've never been excited for preseason like this. Like of course, like the first game you're gonna be like, oh yeah, preseason's here. But no, I really want to see like all the depth players, all the quarterback battles, stuff like that. Like I want to see it all play out. Like that's something that we did not get the chance to see at all last year. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see Jameis. I hope that they're tasting hell better not win that job. I'm sorry. This is there's no possible. Uh, guess who guess who just got their first team reps? Their first first team reps already today. Trey Lance, I seen that. Trey Lance. Yep. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> my guy Bask, uh, <laughs> he was talking about it, and he brought up an interesting point too. Uh, he was talking about, I mean, since Jimmy's been there in San Francisco, like all he's really done is won games, and like for them to like throw him to the side, like so soon would be kind of crazy. At first, I was like, nah, you get you gotta go and start Trey Lance right away, but I mean, you go really look at it. <laughs> that's all Jimmy has done since he's been there. I mean, you got him to a Super Bowl. I'm not going to say, like, he's single-handed, <laughs> obviously. But, mm-hmm. like, even when he first got traded to San Fran, I mean, he won, like, the rest of their games for the rest of that season. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I know he had the foot injury last year or ankle injury. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see that 49ers offense as well, regardless of who's that quarterback. I think they're going to win that division, but – Regardless of who's that quarterback, you know, that's just I my- would agree with you. But after that, it, everybody saw the video of uh, Matt Stafford throwing that pick six to <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Everybody before and after that point was like, that is like one of the first and only mistakes Matt Stafford has made throughout the entirety of camp. They said Matt Stafford was getting off no look passes to Daryl Henderson. I see, yeah, I yeah, seen Coop, that. I seen Cooper that, yeah. Cup was like, uh, this I don't we didn't know the office was supposed to look like this. And then you got Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson out here turning back the clock. He's turning heads in training camp. So it's like, I really want to see this. I want to see the Rams office more than I want to see the Niners offense with Jimmy G. Maybe if, if they had Trey Lance, then I'd be a little bit more interested in the Niners offense. But yeah. I want to see what, what all this hype about is with the Rams. If Deshaun Jackson goes out and plays like uh, like 11, 12 games, I'm going to be so pissed. Like They said he looks great, bro. I'm Yeah, like, I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure of it. I mean, he still has a speed. Like even in training camp last year, like the last couple of years when he was in Philadelphia, he looked good. I mean, he looked really good in camp and then – He'd even go out and look good when he played. He just didn't play. Like, he was hurt all the time, which was so unfortunate. Like, Carson Wentz, like, I thought that tandem was going to be really, really dangerous. They went out and scored two touchdowns, and I was like, yeah. I think this was 20 – this was 2019-2020 season. He, Yeah, he went out and threw, like, two bombs against Washington, and I was like, okay, I, I see what's going on. Then he got hurt before the Falcons game, and we just didn't see him for like the rest of the season. Honestly, like he came back yeah. like one, he came back against like the Bears, and then he played like two snaps. He caught one pass, and then he missed the rest of the season pretty much because he had some abdominal abdominal strain or something like that. Ah, uh, yeah, through. I remember that. And then last year, I mean, he ran out. <laughs> he, I think he, uh, what did he do? I think he caught a couple passes against Washington in Week One. Then we kind of just didn't see him for the rest of the season until like week 16. Then he played the Cowboys. Then he caught that bomb from Jalen Hurts. And then that was that. Like, it was just so crazy, like how the back end of like Deshaun Jackson's career with the Eagles went. It, was, it sucked. But I mean, I, I hope he's doing well. I mean, he's, he's at home, he's in California. So, I mean, that offense, if he's healthy and Tutu Atwell ends up being really good, like, that's a that's a dangerous offense. It really is with Tyler Higby and and all these other weapons that they have. Robert Woods, yeah. They just need the running game to be like. It just has to be okay. Honestly, it doesn't even have to be like the greatest thing ever. It just has to be like substantial. Yeah, 
So um, I haven't heard anything about the Seahawks. Now we're talking about the NFC West. I haven't heard anything about the Seahawks. I haven't either. <clears throat> like, like, like they've just like, said, like, not Chris Carson is expected to have, like, a good year, which is, like, okay. We've seen That's Chris Carson have every year. Right. Yeah. Um, DK, yeah. I haven't heard anything on that front. I haven't heard anything about the rookies. Anything about Russ. Nothing. I know, Literally I know nothing. That Eskridge receiver that they drafted has, like, yeah, a – He's got like a toe injury or something, and it's kind of lingering. So, yeah, I haven't heard much about them at all. Um, what do you uh, What do you guys think about the old Carson Wentz thing? Like, do you think they should just kind of like wait it out and just see like what's going to happen with him as far as? Oh like, yeah, if I, was, if I was if I was a sicko, someone. if I was a sicko, I would. I mean, obviously, I would. Oh, you're talking about like? Okay, I thought you were talking about like rushing him back because I was like, if I if I was, you know. No, that, like just in case, I would like definitely let's say get, worst case scenario, I would Carson keep him out so out. I could get my first round pick back. Like, yeah, I would definitely do that. Let's say he's out like 12 weeks. Let's say he's out like the maximum amount of time and they know that, you know, like pretty soon. Do you stick with Jacob Eason and just let him get a bunch of experience and reps this year and then kind of plan for the future? Or do you go out and trade for someone? Because this is this is kind of like a win now, like roster. You kind of don't think, want to wait around. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say for for this team, like I feel like they should go and get a quarterback because I Sam Ellinger, no. I mean, if you're going with Jacob Eason, like I I, I kind of want to see that because he has a strong arm and like I like to see like those weapons under a guy with a strong arm. I mean, we seen Philip Rivers out there and he clearly was just that's not the old Philip Rivers, so uh, they kind of had to handicap that offense around that. Um, but with a young, strong quarterback like that, it would be interesting to see. But with the roster that's constructed the way it is in Indianapolis, that's a, that's definitely a win now roster. You gotta you gotta go get a quarterback. I don't know who they would get though. That's the problem because if you go get Nick Foles, it's like okay, he's back with Frank Wright, but like he's right back. <laughs> Carson Wentz is right back under <laughs> the supervision of Nick <laughs> Foles. I don't think they want that dynamic again. Like there's there's no way it happens again. Um. What other options are even out there for them so, to get? If he goes the maximum of 12 weeks, that would put him coming back on week seven, October 24th, and they are at the 49ers, so they'd be in Santa Clara. Uh, but, I mean, week seven isn't bad. They'd be starting week horrible. seven. Yeah. Like, so, like, even if – like I mean, I, I didn't hate Jacob Eason coming out of yeah, I, that's Washington, I, I guess, yeah. where he ended up. So, it's like, it's you can see bad. what you got in him. I would have preferred uh, Brissett be out here. He he actually wasn't bad before he got hurt. I think he could at least carry him to like three and three. But I I personally, if I were them, I'd be like, let's see what we got in Jacob Eason. Because like, I mean, you've never really thrown him in any live action. You only seen what he can do in practice. And if he's terrible, then you can go out and try and get Nick Foles or Joe Flacco. I like that or idea. Somebody. Yeah, come get Joe Flacco. They said Nick, don't laugh, but they said Nick Mullins has looked really good at camp. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Nick Foles or Nick Mullins? Nick, Nick Mullins. Mullins. They, I've said seen he, they, yeah. they said he's looked really, really sharp in camp, and it's like I, I, I guess he's cheaper than uh, than than Joe Flacco too. So I mean, I, I'd prefer that as far as from a money standpoint, and he's younger, so I, I don't hate the idea of him being QB two, but. I'm just praying that God hurts doesn't get hurt. But uh, yeah. Uh, let me see what else. Mm. Mac Jones versus uh, Cam Newton. What what is what's going on with that situation? 
So, so far, Bill Belichick has stated that he's monitoring the situation, but Cam <laughs> Newton is still quarterback one. And all that tells me is that Mac Jones looks better than Cam, but he doesn't just want to throw him out there. Because I remember that's um, what I was about to say. Like <laughs> when uh, I remember when Tom Brady, uh, he didn't even get hurt. I think they were blowing a team out, and they put uh, Jared Stidham in the game, and he threw three total passes, I think, and I think two of them were incomplete, and one of them was just an ugly ball off his hands. And even though they were up like forty, they put Tom Brady back in the game. So he doesn't want it to be a situation like that where he's taking Cam Newton out. And he's putting Mac Jones in four four throws later. He looks like shit. And now we have to go back on our word. So he's probably just wants to make sure before he ever puts Mac Jones out there. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at that. I mean, I feel like I mean, I, I feel differently about the Justin Fields situation because I feel like he's way more NFL ready than Mac Jones is. But Definitely. I mean, yeah. And on top of that, the Patriots offense isn't like the easiest thing to to learn in the season. Cam Newton said of himself. So, I, I mean, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. I hope Cam does come out and play well because before COVID, he did look solid. So That's true. Better weapons this year. I, I mean, we, we can only go and, and, and find out ourselves with our own eyes. So, uh, yeah. Let me see. I'm just thinking of random teams off the top of my head, and we're just freestyling this right now. You know, Jadavion Clowney actually didn't look bad. That that one clip of him fumbling over the little drill cones was was funny, but I think I think he was just playing around because everything else I've read about Jadavian Clowney, like he's been doing really well. Like I think he blew past Jack Conklin in one of their practices, even though I think this was before they had on full pads. Okay, but apparently Jadavian Clowney, like aside from that one clip that's been floating around, he's been he's been doing pretty well. So they expect him to return to some kind of form of how he was with the Texans. Him and Miles Garrett, man. <clears throat> Imagine you get like full, like one hundred percent production. What's up? You beat TJ Watt. Who? You said him and Miles Garrett. Wait. Yeah, Clowney. Yeah, oh my god. Oh my god. I forgot he's on the Browns. He's on the Browns. <laughs> yeah, he uh, Browns. Wait. I was like, wait, wait. Why? Why? Wait, what's TJ Watt? Okay, well, that's why I got confused because. Wait, Melvin. why are we talking about TJ Watt? Well, no, no, no. no, no. I, I got him confused because Melvin Ingram yeah. went to the Steelers. Then. Oh, okay. I, I was like, confused. I was like, wait. That's oh, like, did someone like, get traded when I was yeah, watching NBA I was free like, agency? Wait. I, I was like, wait. Okay. TJ Swiss. Okay. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, nah, but I was saying, uh, Miles and Clowney on the ends. You know, if you get like the same like kind of like production, you know, like from you know years back, and with Miles coming into like you know his best, you know, probably time of his career at this point. That's gonna be scary, man. That's gonna be scary for opposing teams. Yeah. Elliot Shore Park said Jalen Hurts nearly pitched a perfect practice today. He was 14 of 14 to start. I thought I was about to witness history. I've never charted a perfect day from the Eagles quarterback. What the hell? But yeah. Uh, really? What about Kevin Cobb? Please don't do that. <laughs> Kevin Cobb. I know he was a guy. Oh never. man. Mark Sanchez. No? Stop. What are we Nobody? doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Jeff, Jeff Garcia? Play for the Eagles? Who? <laughs> Jeff Garcia? <laughs> Jeff Garcia. I mean, he's loved in Philadelphia. For he's the only <laughs> white person that with the name of Garcia like that. Like He looks like plain white. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a normal white bald guy and his last name's Garcia. It just kind of always threw me off. I mean, <sighs> I, I like Jeff Garcia. Just oh, he because, was decent. 
I mean, he took us to the playoffs. I, I can't even be mad at him. I can't hate him at all. Yeah, I mean, you didn't really, like, do anything bad under Jeff Garcia. He might not have done, like, anything amazing, but he did his thing. He was cool. Fat McNabb. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you really got something against Donovan, man. I don't hate Donovan. I don't hate him. It's just... I think, like, you... T.O. with Donovan's like me and Jay Cutler. I don't, like, hate him, but, like, we just kind of... We could have got more out of him. I guess we, could, we definitely could have got more out of Donovan. I mean, five NFC championships. I get like it's not just about the quarterback, like it's coaching and everything else. But like, come on, especially in 2008, we had Deshaun Jackson. I was like, man, we <laughs> I was like, we go into the Super Bowl this year, like after we made that crazy run. And then we just I don't know. We shit the bed the first half and then came back dramatic fashion, lost by a field goal and yeah and now we know what the cardinals and steelers super bowl look like but that, that, yeah that even the super bowl loss like you're getting drunk before that it's like why what are you doing what are you doing to went out there with a <laughs> a broken leg and was still out there just doing what he could man like i feel bad for i don't know i, I feel bad for eagles fans in general my dad loves Donovan McNabb, though. I'll say that. I just I just don't know why. Michael Vick came in in one season and did, like, have had a better season, I feel like, than Mike McNabb ever had in his career there. It was just crazy to witness. I've seen Carson Wentz also come out there and have a better season than Donovan McNabb ever had in 2017. Like... <laughs> Nick Foles has accomplished more like than McNabb ever had in half of a season. So not even half a season in like six games. And yeah, that's why I just will forever resent Donovan McNabb. Like he wanted to be a victim so bad. And that just that that was not him at all. He was not a victim. Uh let's see. I'm trying to think of other teams. Did we talk about that Giants fight? We briefly uh, touched on it. I don't, we, I don't we know. We kind of brought it up. Just came out about it. Where basically, all I heard was <laughs> it was it was a bad tackle, basically like a dirty tackle, apparently, yeah. and uh, it just kind of started a beef. And at the end of it all, Daniel Jones was at the bottom of the pile getting hurt, and Joe <laughs> Judge was How not happy with. I, I don't know, man. I gotta watch. I gotta find a video or something. But all I know is Daniel Jones was at the bottom of the pile getting hurt, trying to break stuff up, and you don't do that, like regardless of how bad he is that's not your quarter i'm not gonna say franchise quarterback because we don't know about that yet i'll just say he's their qb1 he's their qb1 and the rule is no matter what league i mean we've all played football middle school high school college nfl qb1 is qb1 he doesn't get touched especially if it's not going to be like a full patch practice especially if he's your teammate so you don't have QB1, you know, at the bottom of a, you know, a dog pile that's especially uncalled for in training camp. Like, you have scuffles with DBs and receivers and stuff, and it's, it's in the heat of the moment. It's competitive. Why in the hell is your quarterback one at the bottom of a dog pile fighting and trying to get people off? That's just like – that just shows really poor judgment by the Giants overall and just kind of points to the direction of, like, how that franchise kind of operates because it's like what, what system are you running over there where your players are – first off fighting each other in training camp and let alone like you've got your QB one, who's supposed to be your franchise quarterback and your leader at the bottom of the pile, trying to break stuff up and set the record straight. And I mean, props to Joe judge because Joe judge was not having it. 
and he made him run the rest of practice. And if he saw you like, you know, like slogging or walking or slowing down, he made you run another 100 yards. So uh, Joe Judge, I think he made him do that for like an hour or two. Um, a couple of reporters that were on the scene said that was the most angry um, NFL coach they've ever seen. And then they rephrased it yeah. and said that might have been the angriest I've ever seen anyone get. So that's definitely either a wake-up call or some type of tearing force on that team. So it's up to them to kind of decide at that point. But that's that's not good. <laughs> that's not good from what you want to hear out of training camp. So. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask what you guys felt about Joe Judge because I mean I have my own. I don't have an opinion yet. He's not. He hasn't been there long enough, and he hasn't really had an opportunity. You got Galladay now, and you got some receivers, and you're gonna get Saquon back healthy, and uh, hopefully yeah. a better Daniel Jones with a little better offensive line, some defensive help. James Bradbury made that defense better. Um, you know, like I can't really say it's like the same thing with the Jets. You know, I can't really judge Sam Darnold truly in his career because guess what he did all his career. He played with no weapons, he played with no help, and he played under Adam Gase. So can I really judge him? No, because the circumstances aren't right. And that's the same thing with Joe Judge. He hasn't really had really any options. Um, but if any year is to prove himself, it's going to be this year because you've got a pretty okay team this year. Yeah, You've got Saquon coming back. You've got uh, receiver reinforcements on the way with Galladay. And you've got a really bad NFC East still. Yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah. So, like, That's if true. you're going to win the division or make a playoff run, it's going to be in the NFC East. So, if you're going to prove your worth, I mean, you've got to make something happen and, you know, stack up some wins somewhere because it's not like you have the hardest schedule in the world. I mean, hell, you're a third, fourth place team, you know, most of the year. So, your schedule is usually pretty favorable. But, I mean, if any time is – same thing with Daniel Jones. Like, this is, this is time. If Daniel Jones doesn't perform, I think it's start time to – Looking for a new quarterback if I'm the Giants, because I mean, what he was drafted in 2018, 19. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's three years. So you definitely that's like you know he's kind of like I'm not gonna say it quite yet because I think he was still better, but he's kind of nearing that Mitchell Trubisky you know trajectory if he doesn't perform this year. So I just feel like with the Joe Judge thing, it's like if you don't go out and win more than six games, then it's like what are you doing all that yelling for? I, like. I, I don't mind like the 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 hard ass coach, but like please produce when you do that. Like don't go out there screaming and yelling. Your team goes out and wins six games every single year. Like you just I think that your might be why he's point. trying to yell though. It's because this team is so pathetic and poor sometimes. And then they do something like this. It's like all right. Like I'm I mean, I get it. I get it. But I mean, what about last year? There wasn't no fight last year. I mean, he was a rookie no. head coach. I get it, but but that's what I'm saying though. Like. I, that, well, that's, to be fair, that's we don't like, know enough. They, we don't. We just don't know uh, enough. They're on pack watch for me this year. I don't care if, if they if they oh, come yeah. out and stink it up. I, I don't want to hear anything about Joe Judge anymore. Like I, I don't care what he does for the rest of his career. He better the, win a Super Bowl after this, because nah. The thing uh, is with Joe Judge, he's not like under a microscope like everyone else is. Like you know, in like their first few years, because he's not expected. There's no expectations besides within the New York Giants, you know, organization. There's really no expectation for him. There, I mean, this year there's an expectation. No, they, this yeah, yeah, this year, this year team, there is. Like they are, they like, have a decent football team now. Yeah, like, this year, yes, they should be favorites to win, or if not, the second highest favorites to win the NFC East. Like, there's no whoa, reason whoa, they. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 They are. They wait are. Oh, wait, the wait a second. Like, there's like a three-way tie. They, I like the Cowboys and nobody, Washington over the I'll Giants. Say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll say this. I'll say this. The Eagles better not finish higher than any of these teams in the division. 
They shouldn't. They shouldn't. I agree with Reek, like you, like realistically, like if you look at all the rosters in the division, the best roster in the division is the Giants. The Giants, only hole I mean, they have yeah, is Washington the quarterback. Is pretty solid, just besides you know no quarterback. They don't have a good quarterback. But, but, but neither are the Giants. Neither are the Giants. We don't know that yet. Daniel Jones, uh, Daniel, how old no, is Daniel? He's like I, 22. He's like I mean, 22. Daniel Jones, he's got weapons this year. Saquon's back. They got Evan Ingram. They got Darius Slayton. They got Kenny Galladay. Like, great and all, we got to see. Gotta I'm see. Just, gotta I've see. never right. been one they, to they, give up on see. young players. They, they, they better be good. They better be good. We yeah. we gotta see and they we better gotta be see because I don't want to hear this. Oh, Daniel Jones is this. Daniel Jones is that. He's a six pick. He's not ready. He's not blah blah blah. I don't I don't care. Like all this, like oh, he's, uh, got he's not produce. ready yet. Like he's got to produce. He's a number six yeah. overall pick. Go out there and produce. Like Mitch Trubisky was the number two overall pick, and he had yeah. the same exact expectations, but he was yeah. under the microscope more than any other you know rookie QB or young quarterback I have seen in the past ten years. Yeah, they have one hundred percent be under far. the microscope. I, I don't care. Like the, all, be, all the handicaps and focus, I don't want to hear that anymore. It's like, just the way it works. Because if you're on a bad team, like the, the Bears. The Bears had a young quarterback like Trubisky. He didn't really have expectations at first, but then, you know, he got picked second overall. And now the narrative shifts to, oh, they got to make sure this was worth it, or he's a bust, or blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I understand, like, they took Daniel Jones pretty high right there at six, but he's going to a bad team. The Bears really weren't a bad team, and they had players. That was fine two years ago, but that's not – that's not a bad team anymore. That that's not a bad team anymore. Like, no, it's really not. That's it's, a really it's a really good, good team. You have Kadarius Tony, you have Saquon, team. you have Ingram, you have Galladay. That is a really really explosive Sterling, offense. I forgot about Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, yeah, exactly, man. Like, exactly, man. I'm pretty sure Darius Slate is still there or no? Yeah, he's still there. Hold on. I mean, they, come on. They got now. they got like, they got Rudolph too. They got uh, Rudolph and they got uh, Evan Ingram at tight end. So like, man, that's what I'm saying. Victor I mean, Cruz and Plaxico Burris and <laughs> Hakeem Nix, and then we're and, good. Mario and we Manningham. see what we, we see what their defense did last year. I mean, one of the it's top defensive lines really and all. No. Yeah, going to get a Dory Jackson, like I feel like is pretty good for a CB2, like, compared mm-hmm. to what they had last year, definitely. Bradbury's going to be Bradbury, and then you got guys... Uh, wait, who... Jabril Peppers is still there, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Jabril Peppers is there. You got Xavier McKinney. He's in his second year now, or third year, excuse me. Uh, Yeah, like, that team definitely should do make some noise this year. I'm yeah. sorry. And if they don't, you have to start looking toward the leadership or the coach or the QB, because they've got every other you know, aspects oh, I wouldn't put it on Joe Judge yet. I'm putting it all on uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones? Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's, this team is ready. So, it's like, if y'all yeah. think that... that it's what like, are they really Joe missing? Judge, I mean, what could. are they really missing? If you look a at, quarterback. at them... A quarterback. Just, that, no, 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 no. Outside of Daniel Jones. Outside of Daniel Jones. Like, I'm making a case I can't look at it. I mean, their linebacker situation isn't the best. I, I'll say that. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Outside, of, outside that. of that, I mean, I don't think they really have like a crazy hole the offensive line could be better but so can everybody's yeah no one's offensive line is yeah I love to say, except if you're the, like the chiefs now on paper like yeah of course they have a great offensive line but we've seen that offensive line last year and it just wasn't like what it i mean due to injury wasn't the best but yeah i mean that i, I want to see that team do good i because I, I like I think I like Joe Judge, even though he's he's in my division. Like I like him. Like I like the the attitude he brings. But if he's doing all that, and that yelling, and they only win like three or four games, I mean, man, like something something's got to shake. And it's probably gonna be Daniel Jones first. But yeah, they're definitely under a microscope this year for me. 
Yeah, and it's about time because, I mean, you look at all these other younger quarterbacks and younger, you know, players who are selected pretty high with high expectations, and they don't get nearly as much criticism as Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones doesn't hardly even get talked about. They always give him this pass, and it's like, why? I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that either. Especially I, I, I watched Jalen Hurts get all this slander. He played. Jalen Hurts played four games last year, and all I see is people talk shit about him, but nobody uh, talks about Daniel Jones. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like I don't like that because as a Bears fan, like Mitch Trubisky, bro, like that man got absolutely torn to shreds, yep. torn to shreds by like more than any athlete I've seen in years. Yep. And Daniel Jones, I mean, all he was, I mean, he got what? He got picked four higher. That's it. He went yeah. from two to six, and why is why is he not getting criticism? You know, you know what I mean. Like I don't understand that. So fuck. The Spurs are finalizing sending Demar Derozan to the Bulls for Thaddeus Young. No, no, a future no, first. No, no, I think it says no, two no, second no. round picks. Oh my god. Fuck. That's a heavy deal, Jesus, dude. Yeah, I mean it's a future first, so it's not even gonna be like next year. It's gonna probably be like a couple years down the road, and then two Shit, second round. We'll get, picks well, second I say round. heavy because we're Heat fans, and we don't have any picks until 2028. So. Any anything with yeah. picks involved is is a heavy yeah. deal. So fuck this NFL shit. We are fucked. Like I, if we don't win it in the next two seasons, this is, is all these deals are gonna look horrible. Oh man, three years, eighty five mil. We were not signing him. We didn't have. Wait, 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 wait. Three years, eighty five million. Eighty five million dollars. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, we weren't getting him at all, bro. That's like twenty, like eight million a year. Yeah, they they can they can have him for that much money. Nah, how much is that for real? 20, 29? 29 times three. That's eighty seven. Almost twenty nine. So probably twenty eight and a half. Yeah. Twenty yeah, twenty eight and twenty about twenty eight and a half per year. I'm good, that, man. That is insane. You know what? I'm not even tripping. I'm not even tripping because at all. Uh, I mean, they, that's probably why we just went and got PJ Tucker and all those other guys and and signed them to that much money because like we see. They probably knew what he wanted and what he was asking for. Nobody like, was getting that much. We were, we were asking, we were asking him to take the MLE, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> we were talking about like 15, 16 million a season. Like this is what the fuck? No, hell no. But yeah, uh, back to back to the NFL. I did want to talk about the football team real quick since we're like talking about the NFC East real briefly. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of good things coming from them as well. Curtis Samuel isn't practicing, but uh, I mean, Terry McLaurin is going to be Terry McLaurin. Uh, Andy Antonio Gandy Golden, who I liked uh, the year prior to uh, in the draft, he's like 6'5", big body type from Liberty. I think he's going to be really good, but they said he's really turning some heads in camp. Now that he's healthy this year, now that he had a full season to really develop his body and 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 really become a pro, I think I think he's gonna be really good this year as well. That receiving core in general, I think, is gonna be really really solid. Like not even just talking about like the top two or three guys. Uh, Sims, I think he's also a solid player. I know they have Kelvin Harmon still, Gandy Golden. Like that's gonna be an interesting like thing to see like who's gonna round out the rest of their roster as far as receivers go um i know on defense they're doing a lot of like shuffling the secondary so uh there's like cameron curl all those guys are like really just getting flipped in and out of the the lineup so they got a lot of depth like literally everywhere 
that's another team who should. I mean, I they they're expected to do good. I mean, I don't care. They, they the, Brian Fitzpatrick isn't like the worst quarterback on the planet. Like he should win some games for them. Like, and that defense is good enough to where they can win some games for the offense. So, I don't know. We'll we'll definitely see about them as well. That's uh, actually, my only gripe with that team that you don't know if they're gonna go seven and nine just because their defense defense was that good, or if you're gonna get some version of Ryan Fitzpatrick that's gonna will them to the playoffs. Like it's, I feel like there's no medium with that team where it's like. Okay, Fitzpatrick plays good some games, and then defense is going to win the other games. It's like, man, either the defense is going to win or you're going to lose because Ryan Fitzpatrick couldn't push the ball down the field. Yep. Or he, he just he wasn't elevating the offense. Because even Antonio Gibson's good. Um, Logan Thomas is good. Their old line is fine. Yep. Uh, if you if they had any other quarterback in the division, uh, except patent pending on um, – Daniel Jones is like they probably are one of the favorites to win the entire NFC. Like if you gave them Dak Prescott, or if you gave them, let's, let's just hope Jalen Hurts is good. If you gave them Jalen, <laughs> if you gave them Jalen Hurts, it's like I mean, hey, like this team is definitely a team that's going to make the playoffs and probably be one of the higher seeds in the NFC. Yeah, that's why uh, I wish this Deshaun Watson situation like wasn't so nasty. If they, because if like the football team were to acquire Deshaun Watson, oh my like, gosh, it would they be would be quick. favorites in the NFC. Like, and I don't think it would be like very, very. It close. wouldn't be very close. Yeah, that that team would definitely be instant favorites to win. But yeah, it's all about Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point. They got, I mean, they got a nice promising rookie or not rookie second year man with the uh, Antonio Gibson, good receiving core. Uh, Logan Thomas is back, so I'm. We'll, we'll we'll see about them. We'll definitely see about them. Uh, the Cowboys, they really got away with getting like three good wide receivers. That uh, nobody gets to talk about the fact that that pick was like, I mean, he was the best player available, but it wasn't supposed to happen. It wasn't the Ra- supposed. The to Raiders happen, taking like, Henry Ruggs really threw a wrench in that entire draft. C.D. Lamb was not supposed thing, to be there. Here's the thing: I even disagree with that because in most mock drafts, I still see Henry Ruggs going there because. Really? Yeah, there were so many teams that, you know, not even so many teams. There's so many people that see that the Raiders draft like the fastest players there, like regardless of if Al Davis is, there, uh, you know, alive or not. Like they, they just carry that type of thing where they just go after speed. And Henry Ruggs was always like the pick that I've seen in my drafts at least. Um, but I don't know, man. <sighs> I thought the Eagles – Here's why I'm not like the the craziest to get mad about the whole Justin Jefferson thing because while he was the surefire pick at 21, I wanted the Eagles to trade up and get CD Lamb just to jump ahead of the Cowboys because I was like, man, if he goes to the if if the Cowboys are sitting there and CD Lamb is there, they're going to take CD Lamb just to spite us, and they did exactly that. And yeah, like here we are a year later. That is just such a good pick. CeeDee Lamb at 17 was crazy. But, I mean, I will say, like, with so many other glaring holes, it's like they didn't need to make that pick. They didn't need to. That that team isn't like some luxury team that could go make picks. Like, that's why I was so mad at it because it was like, you don't even need them. Like, you got all these Your defense sucks, like. That, that's that getting hurt really like helped them out like a lot as far as like not getting slandered about that pick because if he played that entire season they probably would have still missed the playoffs 
And if they would have missed the playoffs, then, yeah, there would have been a lot of people talking about why did you go draft CeeDee Lamb when you had other pieces that you needed to fill on your defense. But that's, I can understand, maybe, though, maybe only because, like, the verdict was still out on LV and Jalen Smith. So they weren't going to reach on Jordan Brooks or Patrick Queen. So the Edmund cancels out linebacker. Their yeah. own line was still okay. So it's not like they were going to go try and take Caesar Ruiz. What they really needed was a corner. And I don't think Damon Arnett should have been a first rounder. So I don't think they would have taken him. AJ and I think the, I think the, yeah. And then I think the only other uh, corner that was taken in the first round that was a boundary corner was Jeff Gladney. Because I know that, yeah, because I know that Igbenogany went to Miami, but he's a nickel corner. So they weren't going to play him on the boundary. So it was kind of just like, well, either we're going to take the best player available and then try our odds with who we can get in the second round, who is Trevon Diggs who's actually been having a pretty good camp so far, even though we're five days in. But he's been pretty, he's been pretty good. He's been, uh, he really hasn't been allowed yeah. too many catches. So, I mean, it's working out, but you got to hope that that carries over to the regular season because if they're able to look up on him and then they still got a good corner in Trevon Diggs, uh, you know, you can't really be too mad at that. But uh, if it doesn't work I out for either of them. So much. I would hate yeah. it. Oh, man. Yeah, another bad thing. Uh, Michael Parsons has been really good. Mike, I know. <laughs> he's been fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the NFL about that situation. I don't care. I, somebody has to bring it up because they can't just let that go under wraps. I, I, yeah, that's, that's sick, bro. They, they, they got freak out the rug. <laughs> and now they got this man, Michael Parsons, out here right, playing dude, five tech. Like, Mike Sam Will. What is this? Like, what is this? And he's like fast as hell too. So it's not like he's some Four, some guy that's just gonna be like, oh, he's just gonna be a regular linebacker that has really good instincts. Like, no, mm-hmm. he's really fast, and that's not fair for a lot of offenses. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what teams? Burrow and Jamar Chase. I mean, we know that connection is gonna be there. It's good. I haven't really heard much about it though. Yeah. I, know, I haven't I know really either, work, but I haven't really heard much about it. You guys, you guys have to. I don't know if you guys follow at uh, thirty two beat writers, but I do, and yeah, you see an update on every team, literally. But yeah, they, there's definitely been a lot of uh, Burrow to Chase. There are some clips too, of Chase making some good catches down the field. Like, yeah, Chase, Chase is gonna be great in this league. <laughs> He's gonna be great. I'm excited for that. I just type one in on the bird app. All you see, first play, one-handed catch down the sideline, Jamar Chase. Yeah, but yep. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. This is this is like the one pick where even though I wish they would have went with Panesu, I can't be mad that they went with Jamar Chase. He's he's gonna be very good. Yeah. They didn't overthink it. I I respect it. Uh, who else is like notable that we didn't talk about? AJ Green has turned back the clock. Oh yeah, that's what. Yeah, I seen that. They said AJ Green has looked really good in yeah, camp. They said he looked fantastic. Which, I mean, it really doesn't surprise me. If I'm gonna be honest, this is gonna be the first year that he's actually had to fully recover throughout an entire offseason and then come back into the season fully healthy. Like all the other ones, he's missed like a couple months, and then here comes the new season. He hasn't fully recovered. Ends up missing a couple games. Season right. looks a little bad. This is the first time where he's actually had the entire offseason plus some. Now he's coming into camp fully healthy. Hopefully he stays like this because prime A.J. Green was really fun. Even back when A.J. Green and – was A.J. Green and Julio Jones in the same draft or did A.J. Green go a year before? Uh, Julio was 2011. 
think. Yeah, I think AJ Green was AJ after. was 2012, I think. Yeah, I think AJ Green was the, the very next year. I don't think yeah, I don't think they were in the same one. AJ Green. Yeah, they were either in the same one or one was a year before another. But either way, I liked AJ Green coming out of college more than I did Julio. So being able to watch AJ Green be good again, oh wow, should be really fun. Same, same Green, one. Same one. Same one. Okay, same cool. One. AJ went fourth. Okay, I, I forgot one yeah. went to Georgia and one went to Bama. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I thought they were on the same team. I, I thought yeah, was, same all division. I remember is Atlanta trading up a disgusting amount to go get him. I can't. It was worth it. He was hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah, it was worth it. He was one of the best receivers I've ever seen lace cleats, so he definitely yeah. worked out. No Calvin Johnson, but, you know. You're right, he's not. I'm not Calvin Johnson stand. Generational. Huh? No. Detroit legend, Hall of Famer. Kelly Olenek? Wait, soon to huh? be Detroit legend. <clears throat> Jersey in the rafters. Are you getting Madden, Miles? Eventually. I never buy Madden on release day. Somebody, My birthday is uh, always around the same time as Madden's release, so somebody usually gets uh, it. Okay. Because I was like, I was thinking, I was, you know, I'm filling out the, you know, the league right now. And I was like, who is missing off this list? And it was Miles. I was like, oh, shit. We talked yeah. to him about that. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy Madden. Same, I have the same principle about all sports games, except for, for FIFA and MLB. I'll buy those too, but 2K, I don't buy 2K. If somebody buys me 2K, I'll play it. Same goes for Madden. I'm, I'm not going to buy that game. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't buy that either. I didn't buy Madden. I didn't buy 2K. KD was a. <laughs> Kia Drake was a really nice uh, philanthropist in the. <laughs> <laughs> in that party before Christmas for some reason. Yeah, was, Joel told me about that. <laughs> it was all Joel's fault, too. He was just like, hey, send... I think he said, send me a hundred. Yeah, he, he was like, me. he said, I'm in a generous mood. <laughs> y'all send me y'all cash apps. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that was at the party got a hundred dollars. I think except for Jake. You know, Jake is always gets a special treat. He got the special treatment, so he got two hundred. I was like, what the mm. hell? Like, fuck Jake, man. What are we fuck doing? Jake, bro. <laughs> Did you see the team up clip the other day? Bro, y'all hit the hit the damn game winner. I said I yelled out he do instead of uh instead of Page. I, <laughs> I was so, I was so hyped, bro. <laughs> man, the next game, I think Page had like 27. Like, yeah. We were at like three series of team of team up that that day. We lost. We were kicking their ass, except for like the last two games, because we switched it up and did the Hawks and the Suns. They got Clint Capella, like the greatest center of all time, and this is just nasty to watch. If, if right, Clint no, Capella y'all got Earl and Grant on the same team, it's it was me, it's me, Bass, Tibbs, Rick, and yeah, I got Tay out there. Tay, that's what it is. Okay. Tay. And then they got Jake, Earl, Corey, uh, I think it was Mod, and it was Grant. So Hell no, nah, Corey's ass. Yeah, why are we slandering? Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> nah, Corey, Corey be fucking green at everything. Like, I think he had, he had no, it wasn't Ginobili. It was, uh, it was Brett Barry, I think. And, bro, he was just hitting everything with him and uh, Robert Ory. I was like, what the hell? Shit was crazy. But uh yeah, hopefully we play team up tonight. We need our revenge for those last two games we dropped. But uh 
Yeah. Is that is that it for now? Uh, that might be it. That's all. That's all I got on my notes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, I don't have my mental notes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm I, good, yeah. man. Oh, look, if you are an NFL player and you somehow stumble upon this podcast, please get vaccinated, <laughs> bro. I'm tired. I'm tired of this shit, bro. We we don't care about what you care about, bro. Get out there on the field. This is, this is, it's over, yo, bro. yo. You need to go get vaccinated, this, bro. This man just said, "Shut up and dribble." In the yes, please. Hey, bro. Shut up and dribble. Shut up. Shut up and get vaccinated, bro. It's over with, bro. That is the last thing you need to be worried about. Some damn vaccination, bro. I mean, announced today they're at like ninety percent of vaccination. So that's really good. Cole Beasley, we looking at you. Cole Beasley isn't getting it. I don't care. He, Cole Beasley, I don't not, care what he does. because His not, stance was way too firm. He, he's not yeah, getting it. He typed out, I, like, I, MLA formatted letters. He's not doing nothing. Man, niggas, niggas know Nuke going to get it. Nuke, Nuke will get it. Yeah, he deleted that tweet. He felt the pressure. Yeah, he going to get yeah, it. He's going to fall. As soon as he... Oh, shit. I, I, I'll get it. I'll get it. He <laughs> probably thought everybody was going to be like, oh, yeah, we support you. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the only people, the only people that supported him were, like, the... Big MAGA like Trump supporter bots, and they're like, ah, finally, something I can agree on. I I know, I knew you were my favorite receiver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know how many people sang a different tone? Like if if Nuke were to kneel or something, yeah, I hate him. You know, that's just that's just unpatriotic. And he's like, I'm not getting no vaccine. I knew you were a good one. It's It's like what, man? It's like it is not that controversial. Like I understand people's hesitancy. You know, it's new. It's I understand that, but. If you're in like a because the NFL is a private business, it's not it's not like anything where you have kind of like an option. Like if your employer says, "Hey, if I'm gonna pay you millions and millions of dollars, you have to do this," you kind of have to either make a decision yes or no. Wait, and you kind of the Vikings just released Jeff Gladney. What? 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 Man, the Vikings have released Jeff Gladney. Oh, he must have killed someone. Indictment. Yeah, oh, say, yeah, 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 he did, he did, yeah. Oh, man. He did something. I heard, I was hearing about that. What did he do? I I, I have no idea. See, I heard he was in First, some I heard about Let this. me, hold on, let me. I knew it was something. Uh, harassment. Oh. I, yeah, I thought it was something like sexual. Oh, is it, is it a d- domestic violence case? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 July 25th, defendant showed up at Plankton's home, uninvited, forced Plankton against her will, delete threat. I mean, it, I mean, like, it, 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 it ain't like he beat her. It says apparently that he forced her to delete threads of text messages and screenshots. I don't know what that's hiding, but yeah. apparently it seems like he's trying to hide something bigger. So can yeah. we assume he's a future Bengal just by just off that? Or oh, a cowboy. Or a cowboy. More than likely he's done. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they did sign they did sign Greg Hardy, so I mean that's... Yeah, they drafted Michael Parsons too. So mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, the Cowboys not the uh, not the highest character individuals they've had on that team, but Yeah, it's fairly dom- felony domestic it, it might mean he'll fit right in. So at least I don't have to hear about Jalen Rager being a bust when he just he's not even on the field. So there's that. There's a there's a much worse bust than than Jay. You got a lot going on in your head, huh? Huh? What's that you mean? Got a, you got a lot. You got a lot of stuff to say about the Eagles. I'm sorry. I just it's a lot of agendas and videlas that I have to just get out in the in the in the world, man. 
That's it. I, I live every day with the fact that my team didn't draft Patrick Mahomes. So I mean, I uh, I'm I'm with you, man. Well, I'm with you. I'm not even with you. I'm way above you. That's way worse. <laughs> yeah, your that's, your situation is a lot worse than mine. That's probably gonna be the best quarterback to fucking ever play when it's all said and done. And yeah, we didn't take him. So, yep. Yeah, man. Well, uh, that'll do it for episode four of this season. Uh, we will be back again next week. We'll actually have a preseason game to talk about. Yep. So that, that'll be exciting as well. So. One drive where starters play. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Dak might not. Yeah, Dak's not even playing. I don't no, even think no, Big Ben's be, playing. So They'd be kind of dumb to, to, to just play him in a preseason game right there. Just let him, let him just go. Get to watch all the backups. See who Can't wait, man. Can't spots. wait. Yep. When does but, preseason uh, start? Like, for real, for real, though. Like, actual preseason. Next Thursday. Probably like, next week. Man, I hope Justin Fields gets a lot of take. He should. should. I know, man. He's a third-string quarterback. What? He is. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, technically. No, no. no he's a second-stringer. Nah. Nick Foles just came out yesterday and said he's running with the third-stringers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Man, Nick he's going to win that him. job, bro. I Nick need him, I need him and Justin Fields to get it together, bro. Nick they got to win that job. They gotta. Nick Foles got to get out of there. They, they just got to trade him. That's probably all they're just waiting on. That's probably got, they got him. That'd just, be a lot of money to get rid of. Yeah. Man, Nick Foles doesn't give a damn. He's collecting a checks lot. for the better half of three years now. He sounded yeah. like he really wanted to go to the Colts when they, in that uh, interview he had yesterday, but. Yeah, I don't know. The money just isn't. I don't think that's a smart thing to do. Not not thirty. Like that's like thirty mil, right? Something like that. Jesus. I would. I, I wouldn't do it. Who gave him that money? The Bears. What is wrong with that? Okay, no, 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 no. Hold up. The Jaguars gave him that money. They just. I thought you guys re- for like. Re- I thought you guys like restructured the deal or something like they that. They restructured it to where it's like less. Oh God! So it's so more it like front loaded. So Jesus. like you get it out the way basically. So I think it's like a twenty-two million or something like that. I don't think it's like as bad, but I think he's owed like in total like fifty million. But that's neither here nor there. Like we got Justin Fields, so I don't, care. <laughs> I don't yep, really care. You're right. Like if we if we were paying him that much and that was our only option, then yeah, I'd be sick to my stomach. Like I was all of twenty twenty. But we have a quarterback now, and we're good. We're yep. good. It can it's be all forgiven as long as he works. I will gladly accept the pain in the last seventeen years. It's all right. null and void. You're right. It's, it's my time. It's my time to shine, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that'll do it for this episode. We'll be back next week, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we'll catch you all next week. Thank you.